If you're looking to kickstart your real estate investing business and create consistent, reliable, passive income, if you would like to have an endless flood of motivated seller leads who will sell with no money down, you came to the right place. I'm Joe Crump. Welcome to Automated Real Estate Investing, a podcast that will help you achieve your dream lifestyle through systemization, automation, and outsourcing, and do it all with no money down or credit required. There are lots of ways to make money as a real estate investor. Sometimes having so many choices makes it overwhelming. Sometimes you may be happily making money using one technique, but you're leaving money on the table because you're ignoring the better system. This episode is going to show you how to identify the most profitable methods. I'll share with you the three types of real estate investments that have brought me the most money. It's important to know not just how much money you make, but how long it takes you to make it. First, I'm going to talk about zero interest seller finance deals, focusing on lower priced land contract properties where the original owner already owns the property free and clear. Second, I'll discuss subject to deals where you take over the existing loans. You can do this on properties from 40,000 to 5 million and build your portfolio and your passive income and do it all with no money down or credit required. Third, I'm also going to talk about properties you can buy that are substantially under market value. You can buy these houses with no money down and get them under contract and flip them to another investor for thousands of dollars. Or you can keep them yourself, put a bit of money into them and sell them either for cash or sell them on a lease option and get an amazing return on your investment. So stay with me and let's learn the most profitable types of real estate investments. Hey, it's Joe Crump, the most profitable type of real estate investing. And I'm going to lay them out into different categories uh, so that we can look at the things that are making me the most money uh, and the different types of deals that are making me the most money. Because the type of structure that you use makes a lot of difference uh, when you're going about this process. Uh, the first one, and one of my favorites, is zero interest seller financed deals. So typically land contracts, contract for deed, uh, those types of properties. And this typically works the best uh, in lower priced properties, typically under $100,000, where the seller owns them free and clear. So let's say you buy a property for $70,000 uh, and you make payments on that property of $300 a month, uh, but you don't pay any interest so you can end up paying that property off in six or seven or eight years, sometimes 10 years, which is one third the time it takes to pay off a conventional mortgage that's going to take you 30 years if you did subject two, for example. Uh, so you can pay these properties down so much more uh, quickly because you're paying everything that you're paying is going towards principal. Uh, and that's a, an incredible incredible thing. We can talk, uh, and I've talked a lot about mortgages and, and banks and where they make their money and how banks are the, uh, the, 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 uh, the person who's, <laughs> the banks, the entities that are making the most money in almost any real estate transaction out there. Uh, they're going to be making on a $100,000 property, they're going to make $300,000 over the life of that loan. Uh, and the person's going to be paying back $300,000 to pay for that mortgage, where if you pay an interest only 
I'm sorry, a interest-free loan. Uh, you won't have to pay any interest at all, and you'll pay it off in about 10 years uh, or less. Now, on these little cheap properties that, that we've been buying in rural areas and in urban areas, uh, we'll ask the seller to carry uh, a note, uh, and we'll tell them, would you uh, consider letting us make payments to you over time to pay off the property? And if they say yes, then we give them a price that we want to pay. Now, typically the way I come up with the monthly payment that I want to pay is I back out of the uh, rent. So I'll look at the rent and if the rent is $900, for example, let's say you got $900 rent, uh, you've got, you know, you want to get at least $200 a month positive cash flow. Uh, so that brings it down to 700. I want to be able to pay my taxes and insurance and maybe another $150 on a property like this. So now I'm down to $550 uh, a month that I could pay on that property. Uh, and if, if I can, I'll try to get a little bit more cash flow out of it on top of that. But let's say that I pay $500 a month on a property. Uh, I'm going to be paying down on that property every year uh, at $500 a month. We're going to be paying down that mortgage uh, or that land contract uh, by about $6,000 a year. So over a 10-year period, I'm going to pay $60,000 on that property. All of it's going towards principal. So that's all profit. That's like putting money in the bank. Uh, so buying properties like this is maybe the most profitable way uh, to buy real estate because you not only get the buy down on the note every month, you also get the depreciation on the property, which turns out to be over 27 and a half years, which is 3.64% of the uh, tax basis of uh, the improvement on the property. Uh, you also get an appreciation on the property as it goes up in value over time, and average is about 3% that properties go up over time. So right there, you're making money. Uh, you're also getting your cash flow on your property. So you're getting that $200 a month cash flow that we built into the deal uh, and on top of that, if you sell it on a lease with an option to buy, you're also getting a lease option fee. Typically on a property like this, we'll get seven or $8,000 as a lease option fee with maybe $4,000 in cash and maybe another $4,000 as a promissory note, making payments of $150 to $200 a month. So that increases your monthly cash flow by $150 or $200 a month, plus another lump sum that you're getting back from that property of you know three, four, five thousand dollars on a low-priced property like this. So you can really get a lot of income from one little property. And that property is going to feed you for the rest of your life as long as that seller or that, as long as that buyer doesn't exercise their option. And as soon as you pay off that mortgage, then you're going to owe it free and clear. And uh, it's going to bring in even more money as you go down the pike. So that's a wonderful way to buy properties and build a portfolio without putting much money into those properties. Now, a lot of these properties that we're buying, we go in and we clean them up and we fix them and we maybe put some carpet and paint. And uh, we typically will spend, you know, four or five, six thousand dollars on those properties. So we'll have a little bit of money into those properties. But we're also buying them typically substantially under market value, typically 50% of their market value or less. Uh, so even though we put five or $10,000 of uh, money into those properties, uh, it, uh, the values are going up dramatically. You can also do this same thing without putting any money into it at all. And that's by doing a flip property uh, without doing any fix up. Uh, 
uh, you would have to sell it on a land contract to do that if it's not a habitable property. If it's habitable, then you can sell it on a lease option. If it's not habitable, you'd have to sell it on a land contract. Uh, and if you did that, uh, you could, uh, of course, raise the price. You could charge interest uh, when you sell it on a land contract. Make sure you get at least market rent for it so you have a positive cash flow and let them pay it off over time with maybe a balloon payment after five years. And if they decide not to pay off that property after the five years balloon payment is, is up, you can take that property back uh, and then you can uh, sell it to someone else for a higher price because the values have gone up. Uh, so there's lots of ways to do this. Uh, either in good condition or in bad condition when you buy these types of properties. The second uh, way to uh, that I love uh, buying these properties is subject to. When you buy a property subject to, uh, you're taking over somebody else's existing mortgage. All they're doing is deeding you the property, giving you the payment stubs, and you're making the payments to the bank. And it's your property now. So make sure that you have enough money that's built in for cash flow uh, to that property. Make sure that you can get my monthly payments of that that are uh, enough to cover uh, your, your, uh, your costs. You don't want to build negative cash flow into these deals. Also, you're going to be able to, when you're doing subject two, you're going to be typically dealing with a little bit more expensive properties, uh, maybe 150, 250, 350, 450. Uh, you can buy subject two properties. Now, with uh, properties that are under 200, $250,000 on subject two, you can typically uh, get enough money from market rent to be able to cover uh, the um, the uh, monthly payment of the property. But once you start getting over $250,000 or so, market rents don't usually cover the mortgage amount. So you have to change the way you talk to your buyers about those types of deals and start talking to them and saying, uh, this is how much you would pay if this were a mortgage. You're buying this property, even though it's a lease option. Uh, so you connect the monthly payment uh, to what a mortgage payment would be. Uh, and let them know that you, if you can't make this mortgage payment, you wouldn't be able to buy this property anyway. So uh, that way you can get more money for your down payment uh, when you're doing it. You're also going to typically get about 10% down on a lease option fee. So if they're going to pay you 10% down on a property, let's say you bought it for $250,000 uh, and you turn around and sold it for um, two ninety. I'll say you raised the price by you know thirty, forty thousand dollars. So you raised the price to two ninety. Uh, you try to get ten percent down on that property. Uh, so you're going to get about twenty five or thirty thousand dollars down on that property. Now you may not get all of that in cash. Maybe get half of it in cash and half of it as a promissory note that they make payments on over time. And you want to try to get payments that they can do. Uh, don't put them in such a bind that they're not going to be able to do that, uh, but see the most you can get out of those monthly payments. We typically are going to ask for a two, a two or 250 or $300 a month uh, on that uh, promissory note to try to get that buy down, depending on how high that mortgage, uh, that promissory note is. If it's a, uh, we want it to be able to pay off in a couple of years. Um, because that our lease options are typically three years long. So we don't want our promissory notes to, to drag out longer than three years because we probably won't be able to collect that money if those people don't exercise the option and they move out of the property. So we want to try to put it into that, that time window uh, to make sure we get that money. So subject two is the second way that uh, is very profitable because once you have these properties like this, uh, you're gonna, they're gonna start going up in value. You may not make a ton of money up front. You're gonna get your lease option fee. 
uh, which may go to cover some repair costs. It may go to cover some fix-up costs. Uh, you're going to get your monthly payment out of the property. You're going to get the buy-down on the note. You're going to get the tax profits. Uh, the values are going to go up over time if your uh, buyer doesn't exercise their uh, lease option. Buyer doesn't exercise their option. The values are going to go up over time, uh, and you're going to you're going to build value into that property. Uh, I recently sold a bunch of my subject two properties in different states, in Texas and uh, South Carolina and, and uh, uh, in uh, Arkansas. Uh, and a couple of other, yeah, Ohio, a couple of other states, uh, because I was trying to consolidate my portfolio. And um, I had some of these properties for 15 years. Uh, so they had been bought down substantially over those years. Uh, they had also gone up almost double in value over the, that period of time. Uh, and I was able to walk away with a, a ton of money uh, that I used that money to buy down other subject twos that I had in my portfolio. So I was able to make a lot of my subject twos free and clear after that time, uh, which makes sense for me, you know, at, at my age, uh, you know, as I start to move towards uh, sort of a retirement mindset. Uh, so those are things that, uh, you know, having having a big portfolio and, you know, building it and leveraging it as much as you can uh, as you're younger makes more sense. And then as you get older, to start consolidating those things, making them easier to manage, doing less work to make them manage manageable, uh, you know, builds that uh, equity uh, over time. Uh, the next uh, type of property that is very profitable is flip properties so that you're fixing up uh, you're putting money into and you're turning around and flipping. And that all has to do with how well you buy them. Uh, you can buy them for cash, uh, and uh, but you got to get them at substantially below market value. Uh, for me, I want to see them at around 50% market value uh, before I buy and before I put money into those properties. And then we'll fix them up and we'll make them nice. Uh, we want them to be the nicest property in the neighborhood. So we'll make them nice. We'll maybe spend 10,000 or maybe 20,000 or if we buy a real junker, you know, 30 or $40,000 and put them back into that property. But we want to make sure we have enough uh, money uh, in the deal so that we walk away with a nice profit at the end. Uh, and we want to look at the return on the cash invested. So let's say I buy a property that's worth uh, 50, that's worth $100,000. I buy it for $50,000 and I put $10,000 of work into it. Uh, it's going to cost me maybe $10,000 to sell that property. Uh, so I'm going to have, I'm going to make about $30,000 in profit on a property like that. So $30,000 on a $60,000 investment over maybe a six month period. So I'm making about 50% return on my money. Now, if I could get that same property and instead of uh, buying it for cash, I get the same price on it, but I get it on terms and I get them to carry that $50,000 even for six months. Uh, and I put $10,000 of work into it and I turn around and sell it for $100,000 within that six month period. Uh, then I've made $30,000 on a $10,000 investment. So my profit on my, my return on my investment uh, is three times what it was if I put all cash into that property. So anytime you can get terms, even if you're going to do a quick flip, uh, it makes a lot of sense. So try to get uh, get your deals on terms. Uh, sometimes you're just going to get the best price if you give them cash. Uh, so you have to take that into account as well. If you can get an even better price by giving them cash, or if the deal makes sense by giving them a cash and you got the cash to spend, then I say, go ahead and do it. 
it makes sense. As long as you know those that exit strategy, as long as you know how you're going to sell that property. And in this case, we're doing flip properties. And typically, investors don't have millions and millions of dollars to invest. So they're going to run out of money if they're doing quick flips, uh, unless they flip that property and sell it and get their capital back. Now, if you have a lot of capital and you're starting to make a lot of money and you need to put your money someplace, buying properties at under market value, fixing them up and keeping them makes a lot of sense too. Then you sell them on a lease with an option to buy. You take a chunk of money, plus you're going to get monthly income on that property and you're going to get a good return on your property. So if I have $50,000 to invest and I go out and buy a property that's worth $100,000 for $50,000, I put maybe $10,000 into it. So I've got, let's say I've got $60,000 to invest. I, I invested that $60,000 uh, and I don't sell it. Uh, let's say I hold on to that property. Uh, and let's say that I'm getting $1,000 a month of income on that. And after all my expenses, I'm getting maybe $700 a month. So I'm getting about $8,400 a year on that $60,000 investment, uh, which is a substantial, uh, you know, a substantial return on my money. That's almost 15% return on, on that capital. And that doesn't include uh, the equity that I built into the property. So I built in $40,000 of equity into the property uh, in addition to that. So in my first year, my return is dramatically uh, higher than that. Uh, in, in actuality, I guess, if I put $60,000 into it, it's worth 100, uh, I immediately walk into uh, you know an 80%, 70 or 80% uh, return on that cash investment. And then over that next year, I'm going to make another 15%. And the next year, I'm going to make another 15%. And I'll actually make more than that because I'm going to get money on my taxes, uh, on the depreciation of the property. I'm going to make money because the property goes up in value, another 3% of the value of the property. So another $3,000 on top of that. So uh, which is like four or five percent on that $60,000 that I invested. So when you start adding up all the places that you're making money on these deals is certainly a very attractive uh, looking type of investment. The other thing to remember when you're evaluating the value of an investment is not just how much money you're going to make on a property, but how long it takes you to make that money. Uh, I'll have people come to me and say, hey, I made $100,000 on a deal. And I'll ask them, how long did it take you to do that? Says, well, it was two years. We had to buy the property, we fixed it up, uh, we flipped it, and I turned around and I made $100,000. I said, that's great. How much actual effort, how many, how much of your time do you have into it? Well, I've got, um, you know, perhaps months of effort put into that property, managing it, getting it fixed up, uh, you know, doing all the work, managing the contractors, uh, all that effort that they put into it to make that $100,000. Uh, if you can buy a property uh, that doesn't take much of your effort, uh, and you can outsource it to other people, uh, then your return on your time invested is going to be much, much higher. So you kind of want to look at this as how much am I making hourly on a deal? Let's say you do a simple for rent method deal where you're buying, taking a property uh, with a lease option memo, uh, and you, you're getting the right to sell that property on a lease option. This is what I teach my mentor students when they're just getting started. Uh, you take a property with a lease option memo, you get control of it at a particular price. Let's say you've got a property that's worth $200,000 and you're going to turn around and sell that property uh, for about $220,000 on a lease with an option to buy with $20,000 
down payment from that seller who's going to get a three-year lease option. You're going to get probably $10,000 in cash and another $10,000 on a promissory note that's going to pay you maybe $300 a month over time. You're going to then give that seller uh, or that buyer to the seller, uh, and they're going to be able to have a lease with an option to buy tenant in there, giving them market rent, uh, and, uh, and, uh, uh paying, uh, you know, promising to pay them $200,000 if they exercise the option in the future. So those are the, uh, the numbers that, uh, they're going to be, uh, looking at. When you figure out, uh, the actual amount of time that they have, that the investor has in this deal, it's probably eight to 10 hours, uh, enough time to talk to the seller, 15 minutes, a half hour, enough time to uh, find a buyer, uh, which may take you eight or 10 hours if you're doing the work yourself. If you're not doing the work yourself, you're going to make much more money than that. But let's say you've got 10 hours into a deal like this and you made $20,000 on that, that deal. That means you made $2,000 an hour for every hour you put into that deal. Now, if you keep that property over time, uh, you're going to make even more money. Uh, and that's one of the places that you eventually want to get to. You want to make enough money to be able to support yourself, to be able to maybe quit your job and do this uh, full time or maybe part time, 10 hours, 20 hours a week. Uh, and then um, you also, once you get to that point and you're able to support yourself, you want to be able to use the money that you're making from these flip properties and start putting them into portfolio properties and keeping properties for the long term and buying portfolio properties with zero down. Uh, so that you can build it much, much quicker. That way you'll be able to own a million, two million, three million dollars of the properties in a year or two or three years. Uh, it doesn't take long to build a portfolio like that. All right. I hope that helps. Good luck. Thank you for listening to the Automated Real Estate Investing Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or on your favorite platform to continue learning about how to build a fully automated real estate investing business. If you have questions or topics you'd like me to cover on this show, send an email to joecrump at joecrump.com. If you would like to automate 90% of the work of running your investment business, if you would like to outsource 9% of the work and only do 1% yourself, you should check out my fully automated push-button automarketer system. It is the only software of its kind and will provide you on autopilot an endless stream of motivated seller leads who will accept zero down offers. It will also allow you to automate most of the tasks necessary to run your business and help you manage your team. All you have to do is turn it on and watch the leads come in. You can sign up for this game-changing system at pushbuttonautomarketer.com. Remember, they say it takes money to make money, but I say if you can't make money with no money, you sure can't make money with money. Learn my zero-down techniques and you'll build a massively profitable real estate investing business that'll set you free. This is Joe Crump signing off.